his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Live. From the Queen City Studio... With the Deacon live. Right now. Ready? Yes. Yeah. Michael, I have Jan on the line. Oh, great. Put her through. Hello, Michael. Hey, you. I'm returning your call. You said it was urgent. It is urgent. I just wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday. Well, today's not my birthday, so. Really? Because I thought we had the same birthday. Happy birthday, Michael. Thanks. Welcome back. You're listening to Deacon Live. On today's show, Star Wars isn't funny anymore. Welcome to year number five of Deacon Live. And I just ghosted my mom. Can winning the lottery cure your cancer? All this and much, much more here on Deacon Live. Well, welcome. Welcome to Deacon Live. My name is the Deacon. Give us a call anytime at the Queen City Studio located just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. Give us a call at 407-448-8800. Text us anytime at that same number. And make sure you're following us on all our social networks. And the way you do that is go to ProfitRadio.com. As you can see, I'm a little excited because today is my actual birthday. That's right. Today, I talked about it last podcast. Today is my actual birthday. So if you got your Christmas tree up, you can go ahead. You have my permission to take the Christmas tree down. You have my permission to take all your Christmas decorations down. It is Little Christmas. It is Epiphany. Go ahead and do all that stuff. And we'll get into more details as far as what you should do with your Christmas decorations and your old Christmas tree again as well. So yeah, it's my birthday today. So thank you very much. And I, 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 you know, not for nothing. This is year number five for Deacon Live. And my phone has been, and you're going to hear it because the, the phone lines here are connected to my, my actual personal phone or whatever you want to call it. The way the phone calls come in, we hook the phone up to the soundboard, the mixing board, your phone calls come in, I take them on the air, but you'll hear all the dings and dings and dongs and all that stuff. And my phone, every time I hear a ding, I get a little butterfly in my stomach because that's someone thanking me or thanking me, wishing me a happy birthday, wishing me a a, a great day, wishing me a, uh, I made it through another year, that type stuff. So, and all those people out there that have taken the time out of their day to, to, to post something on my Facebook page, on the Deacon Live Facebook page, or for those of you who know my actual real name, I, I appreciate it and I will respond. I usually do that. Everyone that takes the time out to say happy birthday or send a, a, a what is it, one of those gifts, the moving things, I will physically go in there and say thank you very much, I appreciate it. To each and everyone, and not just copy-paste, 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 because there's some shallow people out there that do that. They do the copy-paste, copy-paste, and that that's not me. That's not what I do, and this I'm getting this, moving this around, because this sound, there, it's a better sound now. So yeah, it's my birthday. But what I was going to say is, um, I will answer, I say answer, I I want to respond, or I am going to respond to each and every one of you that posted on my Facebook page, or sending me a text message 
because it it takes a lot, especially for those of you out there that don't know me personally, and you see it on your Facebook page, and you go like, well, who's this guy, or who's this person, or this girl, or guy, or whatever? Why should I say happy birthday to him? You know what? It, it For the most part, for some people, it's a status thing. It's like, oh, look at me. Look how many people wish me happy birthday. I'm so liked. I'm so popular. Now, granted, I was talking to my wife before my birthday, because I'm not talking to her now, of course. I'm doing the show. But, you know, I actually sat down. And she's like, what do you want to do for your birthday? She kept hounding me. What do you want to do for your birthday? What do you want to do for your birthday? Now, you know, in your 20s, 18 to 20, you want you want to celebrate your birthday because, you know, you go out drinking and in your 20s and, and getting into your 30s. And when you start hitting your 30s, unless your life is kind of like settled in, like you're married, uh, you got your careers going. Yeah, or kids going or whatever, you know, life's journey is, is chosen for you or you have chosen for yourself. When you get in your thirties, everyone kind of goes, you know what? I don't, I don't want to celebrate my birthday anymore. I don't want, I don't want to know how old I'm getting. I don't want to know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, when you hit another level of your birthday, you're like going, you know what? I do want everyone to know what my birthday is. I want to know that I want everyone to know that I made it this far. Now, women are a little bit different, um, but I think that's changing. When when a woman hits, you know, a, a big one for my wife is when she turned thirty. Boy, that was that was a rough birthday for her. But I think for most women, when they hit thirty, it, it's a rough birthday for them. But men, when's the midlife crisis for men? I mean, because of the way socially technology and stuff, do men have a midlife crisis? Anymore? Cause you don't hear that anymore. You know, back in the 50s and 60s and even the 40s and stuff, when, when a man hits like 30, 35, they go, you know what? I'm having a midlife crisis. I need to go out and buy the Jaguar. Or is it when you're 40 and 50? When you're 50 years old? I, you know, I need to buy a Jaguar. I need to do all this stuff. Well, everyone's getting divorced, you know, 10 years into the marriage. And when you're divorced 10 years after your marriage, you're still 30 something years old. You haven't hit your midlife crisis yet. Men or women. Not that women have a midlife crisis, but for the most part, men do. And you don't, you don't see it anymore. I mean, I don't know. Is it the, is it the way we project ourselves on our social network pages? Is it the way we project ourselves that we're always doing good? We're always doing good. We have to, we're telling by pictures and stuff. And that kind of chips away at that huge ego that men have that, you know, I need to go out and buy something big. Like I need to buy a big boat. Now I, <laughs> I'll get into the boat thing later on in this year's podcast about me and my wife. And I bought a wife to, or bought a wife. I bought a boat to impress my wife or my girlfriend before she was my wife. Anyway, I'm spiraling down here. But, I mean, a guy, a man, when it hits a midlife crisis, it's kind of like a big hard brick that they're, they're carrying with them and buying a sports car or going out and doing something crazy breaks that brick, breaks that mold, them stucking in, in a lifestyle or whatever like that. Now I think Facebook is literally just kind of chipped it away. And when you hit that age where you're like going, this should be my midlife crisis, you really don't have a huge brick or boulder that that's weighing you down it's more of like a couple pebbles in your pocket and you're like going you know what if i just take a couple more pictures of me at the bar drinking beer with the pretty waitress or is it me taking a picture of going out on a fishing cruise with my buddies and stuff like that i think the male midlife crisis has pretty much gone and left in my opinion i i haven't gone through it now i got married later in life i got married i say later in life my first marriage, my only marriage, uh, my wife as well, uh, we, we waited, well, I waited until later in life to be married. I got married in my late 30s and my wife was in her early 30s. 
You see where the 30 thing, where she had the 30, she turned 30, she had a big problem. I want to be married. But I don't know if, if that midlife crisis has now, because we got married in both of our ages later as traditionally, you know, 18, 20, 25, when you get out of college and stuff, has that pushed my midlife crisis now forward 15 years? Or 20 years. So am I looking at, you know, in my mid-60s and mid-70s, am I going to have a midlife crisis where I'm like, oh, I, I, I could have been, I, I could have been someone, Johnny. I could have been someone or whatever the movie is that does that. But I mean, does that push everything back? It, are you seeing that? Or are people just cutting the, the rope early? Well, we know everyone's cutting the rope early. People are getting divorced at a higher rate than 30 years ago. So the midlife crisis, the male midlife crisis, I don't know if it's, if it's still around or if it's even, no one really talks about it. You don't see it in the news anymore. No, because I think that Me Too movement and uh, the Black 2K or whatever they call that thing has eaten up the male. I think everyone's tired of the white male midlife crisis. I think everyone's tired of it, especially, you know, people say about the president, every president we have outside of Obama, that we're tired of hearing about the, the white male or the male itself and gender is having a midlife crisis. Meanwhile, other ethnic families are like going, no, we're a family pack. We'll true and true and die and to and through. So it's my birthday. It is my birthday. And yeah, I think this year I really didn't get too excited about it. My, like we were talking about uh, I actually looked on Facebook, I think probably five years ago, to see if I could remove my birthday from the from the my account, and I couldn't figure out a way to, to to show it or not show it. Now, five years ago, everything's totally changed, you know, as far as what you can do, as far as what you want to display or don't display. Uh, social media in general has is evolved and, and revolved. In the last five years, and I'm sure if I go in there right now, uh, I could probably take my birthday off and no one will ever know how old I am. But I, you know what? Uh, one of the biggest gifts that I got was for my wife. You know, she's like, you're so hard to buy for because you need to have everything. Anything that I buy you or you buy has to be practical. Like you don't go out there and physically buy an orange hat just because it looks good on you. You physically don't go out there and buy shiny tires or, or big fat tires for your truck. You don't buy uh, brand new shoes because there's a new series out or a new line of, of tennis shoes or, or Nike shoes that you need to have. Everything that you buy is practical and I'm so scared to buy something for you because I, I don't know if it's practical. So I'm like, okay, you know what? You know what's practical for me? You heard a past podcast or a couple of podcasts ago. I was having a hard time signing into my uh, Facebook, my original Facebook account, um, because we had new servers and it didn't carry the cookies over and all that stuff. And I was able to uh, maintain one server that had my actual Facebook account. And that led me into a spiral that I'm going to jump off Facebook and, and back out and reassign everything. So my wife sat down. We, she came up to the studio. For those of you who don't aren't aware, we have an eighteen or eighteen eight hundred square foot studio above our three car garage. Blah blah blah. I know it's it's it's. <laughs> I know midlife crisis. Uh, but she see here come the messages, and I appreciate each and every one of you. And I swear to you, I will get to you personally. Each and every one of you. I, my my day's been busy. I went to the gym, and, I, and I'll get into that later on the show. But my wife, I said, you know what, babe? I said you don't have to get me anything. Just spend some time with me up in the suit because she's on the computer all day long. She's you know that's what her, her job is. She's sitting there, her position. She's on the computer on the computer, and I, that's the last thing I want to ask from her to do. She has more patience with the computer and understanding like. 
like coding and how things click and move and all that stuff. Me, I can tell you everything about audio and everything about all the stuff that makes anything that has to do with radio, I guess. Radio and TV. That was my background. My major in, in school. So she sat down. We, we went through everything. And she's like, going, well, what if you do this? Let's do this. I'm like, going, well, if we do this, we have to buy a, a, a new domain name. We have to set up an email account. And she's like, fine, let's do it. How much is that going to cost? So I'm like, well, it's not really a whole lot. So we did it. And sure enough, we solved all my Facebook problems. I should be able to log into everything. You should see me on all platforms as far as Facebook and social media and stuff. Because most of the stuff I was doing straight off my phone. That was my only tie-in to my social network account. So I know it's funny when you're sitting there and you're trying to run a, a podcast or a radio station and then everything you have to change, you have to send it to your email address and then your email address, you have to answer it on your phone and then your phone and you have to sit there and click. I know, I know. First world problems. First world problems. Uh, so when we come back, when we come back, I'm going to get into a little bit more about my birthday and I want to talk about uh, things that have happened since the first of the year, since the new year, since we, we spun around this, that big old glowing star out there. And up till now. So stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Today in the news, we completely fucked you in the ass. Countless times. I've got a database full of nothing. And XLR cables up your asshole. 407-448-8800. You're listening to Profit Radio, 24-7, worldwide. Hello? Hello? Yeah, uh, Mr. Hall? Oh, yeah, hey. Uh, very good morning, sir. Oh, very good morning This to is you. Peter Wilson, and we are calling you from United States Grants Department. As because you, this number has been selected to receive our free government grants, you guys, so that is why you, you just, are getting... You guys just called me yesterday and sent me uh, $9,000. Already? Yeah. You pompous, stuck-up, snot-nosed, giant, twerp, scumbag, fuck-face, dickhead, asshole. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Welcome back to Deacon Live. My name is Deacon. Give me a call here at the station at 407-448-8800. Texas Live at any time at the Queen City Studio located in Marshville, a beautiful little town just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Sorry, I was reading the text that came in. Like I said, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. I know. I know what to say. Thank you for... Okay, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for doing all that stuff. Uh, so we are... Um, we're in the 2020. We're in the new decade. The new decade. The second decade of the new millennial. And you know what? People, please stop. Please stop doing the whole... Ah, it's a roaring 20s. You see? Yeah. What if everyone talked like this? Yeah. You see? Everyone talked like this. Okay, the Roaring Twenties, no one said anything about, like, the 80s. When the 80s came around the 70s, like 1970, no one was talking about the 1870s. Hey, I don't feel so well. I think I've got a, a tick on my butt. Oh, and I'm dead. You know, no one talks about repeating that. Everyone was talking about repeating the 20s. Ah, we can say we're repeating the 20s again. 
Do you remember the 20s? No, you don't. You know why? Because you weren't born. And the 20s, for those of you that don't remember, it was we were in World War One. We're just coming out of World War One. Uh, what's what's it called? Here I go. It's imagination. Um, it is the Great Depression. The Great Depression happened in the in the 20s. So we don't want to go back to the 20s in 2020. But one thing one thing that I did see on Facebook on the social networks and stuff, I was like, it kind of sets you back a little bit. Where it actually says, hold on, let me see, I'm going to read right here. It says, imagine this. So we're now in 2020. 30 years ago, 30 years ago was 1990. And 30 30 years from now is going to be 2050. You know, you kind of take it back and you're like going, you know, I, I was in high school in 1990. And 30 years from now, of course I'm not in high school, but 30 years from now, I'm still going to be alive. I, you know, knock on wood, praise Rosh Hashanah or all the other people in in the planet that make us be who we are and decide our life cycle. But 30 years from now, I, I should be alive. The weird part is there are people being born right now that will see the world or see the year 3000. Think about it. So if someone's born right now, 2020. They'll be 80 years old by the year 3000. Three, 3000. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> I saw that and it kind of threw me through for a loop. I'm like, going, really? 80 years from now? It's going to be three. No, stupid. It's going to be year 2100 or 21, whatever they're going to call it, the year 2100. But I saw one of those memes going around. I'm like, oh, 80 years from now, they're going to be 3000. That's amazing. Shut up. Shut up. So watch out for those means out there. Make sure you do your math. I was told there would be no math. Yep, there there was math on that. So I gave you where our, this is Little Christmas Epiphany, which is my birthday. I remember my mom telling me stories about um, her walking up and down the hallways. And I was supposed to be born on, I think, the, the day after Christmas, like the 26th, 27th, 28th, somewhere around there. And they sent my mom home and then... She went back in, of course, you know, a week or, of course, like you guys know her. Oh yeah, Mrs. 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 Deacon. Yeah, she went back in and walk around. She walked around the hall, and walked around the hall, and walked around the hall, and finally I came out. One twenty-five, one twenty-five in the afternoon. Uh, I don't know how long my mom was in labor. Uh, I don't imagine it being that long because she's never really harped on it. So I think it was like a couple hours. And I say a couple hours. Three. What's an average birth of a kid, of a child? Three, four hours, something like that? <laughs> he puts bets on it, you know, how, how long labor lasts. Because I've heard labor um, labor pains and all that stuff lasting for, you know, 24 hours, 48 hours. I was in labor with you for 16 hours. And when you came out that Fucking Melanie yours ripped me from Hooter to Tudor or whatever they say. But yeah, so Little Christmas, Epiphany. And I always, in school growing up, I would say, oh, I was born on Little Christmas, Epiphany. And all my white kids that I went to school, elementary school, they're like, oh, what the fuck is that? We don't know about that. My Latino friends going, we got you, man. We got you. We know Little Christmas. You are the, the, the king of the Christ and all these stuff. We know, we know, we know. So now... Since it's my birthday, I give everyone permission to th- throw away, throw away, to put away all your decorations, your Christmas decorations. Uh, I, I, I salute you, I salute you, I, uh, absolve you. You can put all your Christmas decorations, decorations, posters and decorations. You can put them away right now. Now, one thing that I know a couple friends of mine do is a, um, a Christmas tree burning, kind of like fireman or fireman, um, burning man. And I guess this would be closer to like fireman, 
where people would burn the here, thank you very much thank you for my birthday wish people would bring their trees out and have a big burning of the christmas tree and have a big party and all that stuff because christmas tree dry christmas trees holy jesus they go up like that i mean really fast now granted uh this news cycle for the for this christmas year 19 or 2019 to 2020 i didn't see any major stories about christmas trees going up in flames uh, i guess people got smart and everyone's like going or they they switched to artificial or people just don't have heaters or people just aren't idiots anymore or those idiots that were burning christmas trees died and we don't have those idiots around anymore you know what i mean so we're getting into uh, year number five of Deacon Live, and some of the things that we're going to switch up, uh, are not change, you, you always have to keep everything fresh, you always have to keep things moving, you always have to, if you get stagnant, then you get lost in the wings. For example, when's the last time you heard about a such and such actor, and then all of a sudden you see that person in like five or six movies, and then all of a sudden that person just drops off. Not that we're a famous actor or anything by any means. You always have to keep things moving. If you're not in the if you're not in the the highlights, if you're not in the the news feed, then you're dead. So one thing that we did, we're going to do here at Deacon Live, is we're going to change the logo a little bit. Uh, we're realizing that the the logo doesn't really reflect what the Deacon Live show is. And if you're listening to us right now, if you look at it, it's kind of like a, a wavelength thing with a, a pseudo collar, like a religious collar of a deacon and stuff. So we're going to, not that we're going to fix it, we're going to keep that motif in hand and we're just going to update it. So keep an eye, uh, look out for the new logo. It's still going to be called Deacon Live, um, but we're going to change actually the way you search for it on iHeart, the way you search for us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher. I forgot to say Stitcher last time. We're getting a, a big push on Stitcher, and we love them for, for what they're doing for us here at Deacon Live. And uh, so we're just kind of – thank you very much. Thank you for – oh, I'll get to that one here in just one sec. No, that was a personal text. Wishing me happy birthday. Um, so we're going to change that up a little bit. So make sure you, if you see something a little different out there, don't worry. It's still the same. We're still the same monster. We're still the same creature that I've created five years ago. And we're going to change it up just to, to, to freshen it up for, for those of out there, those of you out there who've seen it a couple times or, or whatever the case may be. Um, uh, when we come back, do, 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 you know, award shows, like I said, we've been on the air for, or been doing, been doing, Deacon, this is Deacon Lie's fifth year, and the only award that we've really, really kind of made fun of tongue-in-cheek is that we were nominated for, in Germany, uh, one of the, the top ten newest podcasts of 2017. I've got the article somewhere, but outside of that, you know, you get nominated for this, you get nominated for that, and a lot of people like to, you know, take that nomination and run with it when we come back i'm gonna tell or we're gonna talk about someone who actually just put people right in their place at an award show you're listening to deacon live right here on proper radio i'll be right back Hi, Aiden. Uh, this is Dr. Philip Fry calling. Um, I'm a volunteer uh, with the Libertarian Party of Osceola County. How are oh, you doing today? I'm doing well, Jer- Jeremy. How are you? I- I- I'm doing well. Actually, my name is my name is Philip. I'm, I'm a doctor. You can call me. Everyone calls me Doctor Phil. So. Okay. <laughs> I was just 
letting to know um, if you still are a registered libertarian. We're just letting you know that our, our party is becoming a lot more active within Osceola County. Uh-huh. I wanted to invite you to our new to our next meeting. Okay. Um, if you wanted to uh, kind of see what we're doing, um, you know, have ideas for us, how we can better service Osceola County. Um, so that next meeting is July 10th. Sweet. I'm off that week. Yeah. All right. And then uh, it's uh, at 6 p.m. And then we meet at oh, pizza. Can you can you move it to 4? I got something to do at 6. Uh, at 6. Okay. Let me see here. I'm just contacting the chair. All right. Actually, make it uh, 4.30. Sorry. Okay. Gotcha. Look here. Okay. Um, so I, I'll, he says he's going to, like, just kind of get a general consensus. Okay. Um, of, of what it is, but it is at Broadway Pizza, and that's downtown Kissimmee. Um, but yeah, we typically meet every second Tuesday of the month for a monthly meeting. Okay. And then typically it's around 6 p.m., but like I said, it's 6 p.m. seems to be an interesting time because it works for some people and not others and, right. and whatnot, so we may, we may change that. Um, do they serve alcohol at the meeting? Uh, we, we do drink beer. <laughs> that's always good. That's always good. All right. <laughs> so what's the, what's the, what's the new, what's the new meeting, uh, uh, agenda this time. So uh, basically, uh, what we are doing is we're looking at the, that construction project that's been going on on 1792 down by Point Siena and the Kissimmee. What's wrong with um, it? That, well, that whole thing is, you know, I mean, the whole thing. Aiden, are you messing with me, man? No, I'm not. I just want to hear. Okay. I, I just want. I just want to hear your opinion on it. Oh no, no, no! I'm just. Uh, I was. I was just uh, been under construction forever. Apparently, they keep delaying it. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're uh, putting some pressure on to you know writing. We've been writing some letters to the senator because that whole section uh, is you know it's it's uh, not just Osceola County as well as Polk County too that that it's affected. Um, so we you know we've written to both of those senators uh, some. Some information, and then also. Um, Did we ever find out what happened with the with the couple that was shot, the the boyfriend and stuff that was shot in there, probably a couple weeks back? Uh, you know, I'm not too certain, actually. You know, I'm talking about there's a, there's a yeah, there's one of the hotels over there on the side of it. Um, oh, you know what? I do remember reading or hearing something on the news. Yeah, about we that. find no, anything about that? No. Okay. I don't think so. Um, yeah, but no, we like I said, we meet every uh, meet every second Tuesday. So the next meeting would be August fourteenth. If you can't make that July tenth one, um, is this your cell phone number? Uh, this is my cell phone number. Okay. Um, do you mind if we text message you at all? Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know how quickly do you want to get a response when you text message me. The best thing to do is call me. Oh, I respond okay. immediately. To, I get text messages all day long just because of my job yeah, and my right. my field yeah. and stuff. So um. Oh, I know. Definitely know how that goes. But yeah, like, yeah. We're just like I said, we're trying to uh, reach out and bite people. You know, kind of get. Did you say reach out and bite people? No, invite uh, people. Oh, if you cut off it, holy like, mac! I'm like going, yeah, we're gonna reach out and bite people to vampire meeting yeah, over yeah. at the Broadway Pizza and stuff. <laughs> we're gonna drink beers and get drunk and bite people in their pepper, in their pepperonis. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, we're just like I said, we're trying to become a little more organized and whatnot, um, further, you know, further the libertarian cause in our county. Um, did we? Did we do anything? So. Did we do anything for the Pulse thing uh, last month? For which thing? The Pulse, the uh, two-year anniversary for, for Pulse. Did we do anything? I, I, I miss. I must have missed a meeting or something. I don't remember us like donating any money or anything like that. Did we do anything with them? Um, I know we have done. We did some um, some kind of LBGT um, like. 
uh, Libertarian shirts, and I know they were selling those, so I don't know if they did any donation towards that. I'm, doing, um, I'm not quite sure, actually, uh, in regards to if they did anything for Pulse or, or whatnot. Because, um, you know, if that's, a, if that's definitely something, you know, that kind of is near and dear to your heart, uh, you know, that's even more reason to, to kind of, you know, join more of our meetings and, and like I said, kind of, uh, sure. you know, get more involved and whatnot. So. All right, well, uh, pencil me down for three people, including myself, so that'd be four. Okay. All right, and yeah, like I said, we'll let you know if we can we can change that time or not. Um, okay. Uh, typically, it's pretty it's pretty set in stone, but like I said, if we can well, come to a consensus. Yeah, you don't mind if I get there at 4.30 and get sloppy drunk, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Okay. <laughs> that, that makes that makes for a that makes for a fun after party, right? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> Fighting right. sausages and well, penis. Uh, All right, man. Yeah, it was nice talking to you, man. And uh, like I said, we hope to see you here. And I, I mark you down as uh, phone is the best way to contact you, not text. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll be in touch. Um, and if we don't see you on July 10th, we do believe August 14th is our next meeting, but we meet every second Tuesday right. of the month. So that's all, all right, thanks, man. All right, man. All right, peace out. Take care. Four zero seven zero seven. Hi, what's your name? Oh, I know. This violates every canon of respectable broadcasting. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome back. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. Give us a call here anytime at 407-448-8800. Actually, you know what? You can text me, just like this person right here. Text me happy birthday at 407-448-8800. I will respond to you as quickly as I get that text message. And I'd like to thank each and every one of you for doing that because it means a lot. It means a lot at this day, this age of my life, uh, this time of my life. Okay, hold on. Thank you. Alright, thank you. Alright, got it. Thank you. And this is a buddy of mine giving me a hard time about my age now. So one thing, uh, before I get into award shows and stuff, um, you ever seen, uh, what, there's a movie out there with, um, Adam, Adam, uh, Driver? Is that his name? Adam Driver and, um, Scarlett Johansson, I think it's called the Married Married Story or something like that. It's like two hours long. Uh, it's a, it's good. It's good. I mean, it, it teaches you the the evolution, or it shows you the evolution of a couple being married and both of them being a a working couple. You know, he's a director, she's an actress. She left you know the 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 mainstream actress world to be in a you know just a regular play, and he's always been a um a theater director, and then. They evolved and stuff, and just the correlation between them. One of the scenes is she always cut his hair. Never went to he never you know went to a, a salon or anything like that. She always cut his hair just to to show love you know that I want you to look this way. So my wife she's always cut my hair since we moved out here to the French. I don't mind. I love it. Uh, she cuts my hair, and it got to like the first couple times she cut my hair, like when we were dating. She's like, "Go see how it looks," and I'd look in the mirror. I'm like, "Well, we have to fade this a little bit and fade this a little bit, and you know, trim this down." And before I met her, I had a professional that was doing my hair at all every four weeks or whatever, four six weeks to get a haircut because I was working for a prominent radio station at the time. Not that we're not a prominent station, but I had the money to spend on on them cutting my hair and I had an image to maintain. So. 
my wife, the pressure was on. So she cut my hair, she cut my hair. Now it got to the point where we sit on the back porch and she literally goes, how short do you want it? And I go, make it this short. And she's like, and then I look like Simple Jack now. You ever seen Tropic Thunder? And I said, she's like, how do you like hair? I'm like, babe, I don't care. I honestly, at this stage in our lives and my life, I said, I don't care how I look. I just don't want to look like a, I almost said a retard, but I don't want to look disfigured. God, you can't say anything anymore. I said, I just don't want my haircut to look bad. And she's like, no, no, no. She, it looks good. It looks good. I did a good job. And I go, I know what you're doing. I said, you see this man, this me, this hunk of beef, this thing that you've married, and you don't want anyone to have any part of it. And the, and I dress nice. I dress to the nines when I go. I don't. I dress to the nines, and I actually have, you know, shoes with soles on them, and I put, you know, actual socks on to put my feet into my shoes, and the pants that I wear actually have a belt, and, and the shirt actually matches my pants without any kind of basketball sports gear logo on it. I actually go out in public, and I look, and I shave sometimes, and I said, the the one thing that you have control over is that you can hack, hack job my whole entire hair and go... <laughs> Women would see me and go, "Oh, he! Lo- oh, look at his hair! Oh, he's he, there's something wrong with him." And I said, "So you butcher my hair? You can butcher my hair just to keep me to yourself." And she said, "That's right, that's right. I cut your hair in a way that I will only love you and no one else will." And that's a joke. So we just kind of make fun of that. So that that was the her cutting my hair. But someone who does have jokes is um. You heard a clip in the beginning of the of the program here. That was Michael Scott from the very famous United States show, U.S. show of The Office. And the creator of The Office, um, most of you, I don't know, know or don't know, was Ricky Gervais. Now, Ricky Gervais just did the Golden Globes the other day. And I don't get into award shows, like I said. I don't get into award shows. It's like a participation thing. But everyone needs everyone needs acknowledgement. Everyone needs to know that they did a good job. Screw all the money that they make. Screw all the, the articles that are written about them. Screw all the pictures that are taken and how many stuff how many likes and hearts and all that stuff that doesn't mean anything to them unless they actually win some kind of award that they can put on the shelf and say look this is what i won i uh what was it madonna you you like me you really really like me that type thing i think that was a stolen off from someone else who who won that i think uh, marilyn monroe at the time so ricky jarvais is hosting the golden globes which is i don't know i don't know award shows is that the people people choose that or the the SAG community chooses that. I don't know the, the details of it. But here's what he said. Got to switch screen. So much stuff going on. So here's Ricky Gervais. And you can see he's had a... He's he's British. So this really isn't a European thing. This is more of a United States thing. So here he goes. Listen to this. Let's see if this makes any sense. And if it does, by all means, let's clap together. Here we go. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. He's, he's recapping just the, the last person that came up on stage. A superb drama. Yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right... Come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God, and f*** off. Okay? 
And he just takes a sip of his beer. But it's true. It's true. He comes up there and people that are in the movies and, you know, we we are the ones who create history. I mean, that's the, the mentality of what actors are. We're the ones creating art. We're the ones that are shaping the world and how people think. We are the ones that are contributing to uh, the way society thinks about things. And we are the cornerstone of the way society works. And they get that into their heads. And he's true. He's like going, hey, shut up. Half of you guys haven't even graduated high school. Half of you guys, now granted, most of them went to some kind of academy or school or, or some kind of outside curricular activities. But hold on. For those of you who don't know, that Han Solo, Harrison Ford, was a carpenter. He was a carpenter. And uh, he worked, he auditioned for Star Wars and didn't think he was going to get it and went back to his carpenter job. Harrison Ford, one of the, the leading men's. I mean, you put Harrison Ford's face on a, on a movie, it sells. But back in the day, he, he was nothing. He was nothing. Now, the funny part is, based on what Ricky Gervais just said, Ted Nugent... One of the big, <laughs> do you know who Ted Nugent is? Oh yeah, Wang Tango, baby. Wang Tango. Ted Nugent has praised Ricky Jarvis for slamming Hollywood doing the skating eight minute monologue that opened up last night's Golden Globes Awards. So Ted Nugent wrote, stop the presses, mayday, 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 emergency hands on deck. A phenomenon, unpredicent ray of truth from an uncommon sense of honesty from Hollywood. 21 gun salute, Ricky, is what uh, Ted Nugent wrote. And the reason why he says this is because if you think about it, according to the New York Times, individuals and firms in the television, movie, and music industries gave $84 million to the campaign tribute. Can They gave a whole lot of money to the 2016 election cycle. 80% of that went to Democrats. So when Trump took over and all that stuff, everyone was all upset because they wasted, they, they put their money into 80, it's like, um, oh, here we go. Here's a tie in. It's like the movie Irishman and, um, Jimmy Hoffa, who was in charge of the Teamsters pension. I'm sure the 84 million that came out of the, um, the SAG community going to, <laughs> going to the 2016 election, was wasted because the Democrats didn't win in 2016. So Ted Nugent, big Trump supporter, always been a Trump supporter, along with Kid Rock and all that stuff. So just to let you know, it's just not that Ted Nugent has anything to do with it. It was just refreshing to hear someone stand up on stage and say, basically, look, you're standing in a room of all your friends and peers. You can say whatever you want without any kind of repercussion. Ricky Gervais was like going, look, guys, shut up. We don't care. Well, he doesn't care because he's not a United States citizen. He's like, we don't care. Just come up here, get your little reward, fuck off, and go home. Drink your little cheap martinis, take your little hooker home, uh, your midlife crisis woman, while your wife's sitting at home doing whatever. Uh, so there, there, there was the the thing there. So I know, I know, I'm pissing people off. It's my birthday. I'm trying to be happy. I'm trying to be happy. I'm trying to be. But I'm 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 getting to the point where I'm like, get off the lawn, get off my lawn, you know, stop yelling at me, stop doing this, you know. I'm getting to the point where I don't know, am I? I'm not smarter than anyone. I never claim to be smarter than anyone else. My mantra has always been, just because you know more about one thing doesn't make you smarter than the next person. For example, 
If you know more about changing a carburetor, doesn't make you smarter than the guy who knows how to change the wheels on a car. See what I'm saying? I know. When we come back, I, I was talking about the Star Wars thing. Uh, I'm going to get into that here in just one sec. I'm, I'm really disappointed. I'm, you know, the the movie industry has taken something and gobbled it up and spit it out, and it's it's a mere mortal, a mere mortal, a mere representation of what it was when it first came out. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert De Niro. I'm going to say one thing. Fuck Trump. It's no longer down with Trump. It's fuck Trump. If you want to send any messages during this time, play it back later. Radio website. What are you talking about? You can leave an actual voice, and then we play it live on the air. We can hear from you. What? You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. Chill, right on my side is my ego becomes A fucking child with some wood on my tongue Feel like intake of breath in my mouth is loose So while I scatter my spit, I dream of juice How you ever make out Welcome back, you're listening to Deacon Life uh, So we're starting a new year, it's my birthday, it's my birthday We're gonna sip Bacardi like it's your birthday And then I did a whole bunch of another reps this morning I can't remember, we were sitting around the... the uh, uh, Kitchen Island, I was trying to do raps and stuff. My wife's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, never mind. <laughs> you're you're so outdated. You're so young. You don't understand these new songs. But one thing I did do, I signed up for Planet Fitness. You know, New Year, New Me, all that bullshit. Everyone's rolling their eyes and stuff. But, yeah, I did. Um, I was going through, if you've listened to, if you've been a member of the show or enjoyed the show for the last five years, you know that... Uh, Past couple years ago, I was going to the gym religiously. I was doing everything. It was every day for an hour, uh, Monday through Friday, go to the gym for an hour. And from March to now, I haven't been going to the gym. And I stepped on the scale today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 20 pounds, 20 pounds I have gained. 20 pounds I've gained. So I was like going, whoo. That's what I said. You know what? I put on my shorts the other day. I got a little flop hanging over the, the front of my shorts. I'm like, well, I can't have that. So yep, jumped on the, jumped on the scale and jumped right back off of it. Because I was afraid I was going to break it, so yeah, I've been going to the gym now, and uh, I I feel I I feel a little good today. My legs are a little short. I um I walked on an incline at a five degree incline for what is it three point two miles? I don't know what the thing is. I hit five incline and then three point two on the speed, and I did it for thirty minutes, and I can feel it. My my legs are a little little shifty, little little uh, tense. Little tight at points when I walk up and down the stairs here to the studio at the Queen City Studio located just outside of Marshville or just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. So, yep, went to the gym today, birthday day. And you know what's sad? I, I, I kind of wanted the guy to go, oh, you're here to sign up. And, he, you know, you put all your information in there. And now they got the little smart iPad or whatever, and you're typing everything in. And I wanted him to see or say to me, oh, it's your birthday today. Well, happy birthday, sir. Because the last place I went to in Planet Fitness in downtown Charlotte, right off Freedom Drive, every year I would go in there and the, the manager behind the counter, he'd call me over and didn't even think anything. Like I did something wrong. He called me over. You know, huge black guy. And he's like going, Deacon, you want to come over here for a second? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? And he's like, um, happy birthday, man. And I'm like going, Oh, oh man, that is so cool because I go there every day, Monday to Friday, and you get that rapport with him. And he, he's, I mean, huge black guy. Black guy or white guy, doesn't matter. He's just a huge fucking guy. And he called me over, and uh, this past time or past year, 
2019 called me over. He's like, happy birthday, man. I'm like, oh, no, man, that, that makes you feel good. It makes you feel good at my age. God almighty. Did I say that? Did I say that? Uh, so at my age, you know, my mom sent me a birthday card. Mom sent me a birthday card. And uh, for those of you who don't know, me and my mom, my mom and I, we're not on the best grounds. Um, every time I call her, it's what was me, what was me. Um, I was uninvited from her. I forget what birthday it was by her side of the family. It, it's just a mess. It's a mess. So I just every time call her, hey, what's going on? Ah, I'm, I'm I'm dying. I'm halfway dead. Where's dad? Oh, he's in the other room. What is he doing? Oh, he's playing on the computer. So you're laying out in the in the living room dying, and dad's in the other room. Well, you know he works all day, and so I'm like, oh Jesus. So are you complaining to me, or are you complaining to dad? I don't understand. Why are you complaining to me? Dad's in the other room. Oh, he can't hear me. He's got his headphones on. Meanwhile, as I sit here, live and breathe, and talk to you on Deacon Live, I got headphones on and a microphone right in front of my face. So, anyways, my mom says, "Did you did you get my card?" No, Mom, I, you know, the mailbox is half mile down the end of our driveway, and we don't get the mail every day. So I go down every day. It, it took me a lot to get, get the card. Hey, get the card for you. And so I'm like, all right, Mom, Mom, I'll get I'll get it. I'll go out there. I haven't got the mail today. So I went down and got it. So if you're watching this on the under the tent, here it is. We got the card, and it says right here. Here we go. Speaking of getting old. It says, I wish you a happy birthday. And if you're you know, putting the card in front of the thing. And I open it up. And it says, well, actually it says, do I wish you a happy birthday? Like question mark. Like, do I wish you a happy birthday? And then it says, do animals toot in the woods? And I'm like, all right. If you see the vid- let me make sure the video is getting this. Because this, what am I, 12? There you go. And then watch on the video. Yep. So if you're looking, there's four animals on here and they have a touch pad where you can touch it. And it makes a fart sound. So my mom sent me, 47 years old, my mom sent me goddamn fart jokes. <laughs> Again, does she think I'm 12? Does she think I'm, I'm 14? So anyways, and then on the back it says, Happy New Year and and we miss you and blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I, I'm, I'm tired of talking to my mom, so I'm ghosting her. You know what ghosting is, right? Ghosting is when you literally just go, if you've ever, you know, all you kids out there that are, Dating someone or, or just getting into a relationship with someone. Let me switch this screen so you're tired of looking at my face. When you're getting into a relationship or you're getting into someone and then all of a sudden they just do something a little weird. They do something a little annoying and you're just like, going, I can't, I can't deal with them anymore. I can't deal with Steven anymore. I can't deal with Amanda or Trevor or I say Trevor because not Trevor, but Tim or Mike or Johnny. I can't deal with Amanda, Sarah or Teresa anymore. I just, I'm not in, you know, Text message. And you ghost them. You just pretend like you're off the planet. You don't exist anymore. You don't exist anymore. So I ghosted my mom. You know, I've ghosted her since, um, I don't know, before, uh, like after, actually right before Halloween. Anyway, so I know <laughs> I'm going to get the phone calls. You can call me anytime at 407-448-8800. 
Let me know what you think. And make sure you follow us on Facebook as well. And the way you do that is go to ProfitRadio.com. I know, I know. I'm a bad guy. And another reason why I'm going to lose the other half of the audience right now, Star Wars is um, come out with a new, what is it, the Rise of Skywalker? How many Rises of Skywalker do we have to have? Uh, we had um, the, the first three episodes, which friggin' tanked. And then there's people out there, I think they've been bought to explain, like Jar Jar Binks and all that stuff to... He is a Jedi. If you, if you watch the, there, I'm not, I don't have time to get in all that, but all you Lucas nerds out there know what I'm talking about. They say that Jar Jar Binks is a, is a Jedi. Now the new one, from my understanding, is, I'm, I'm going to say it failed. It failed. The new one has failed. Now Star Wars, the first three, the original three that was Sutton, what was it, 1978, 81, 85, I forget the years and stuff, was, was great because it was new. It was interesting. It was a whole new planet. It was a whole new world. Whole new world. That's another movie. And then you heard about the, all right, so Star Wars came out, or Return of the Jedi came out and went away. And so let's say you're 14, 13, 12, 10 years old. So now they release the prequel. All right, and you hear you heard rumors as a kid on the bicycle pass in the, in the backwoods looking at dirty magazines. You know they're coming out with three new ones. They're coming out with the prequel that that ex- explains everything that happens in in the middle ones. Oh my God, really? Yeah, they did, and they came out when you're at the age of being married, like twenty, twenty two, twenty five, twenty seven years old. After seeing the first three, and you're like going, "All right, I'm ready. I want the story explained to me." Holy Jesus, the first three. Anyways, there you were just disappointed. You're and you're like telling your kid, "This is these are the movies that Daddy grew up on." The kid watches them. These movies suck. <laughs> and now here we go. Fast forward to what we're happen- What's happening now? And the the Last Jedi and the Return of Rise of Skywalker, which is you know part two of three of of seven of eight. And don't forget, you got to put the the Rise of Solo in there, and the Rise of Rogue One, and the Mandalorian, and uh, Baby Yoda. And you have to throw all these in there. It's not fun. It's not fun anymore. It's not fun anymore. There's too many apples in the pie the pie's overflowing and i can't enjoy the apple pie that i i once loved that just had simple apple pie with cinnamon and sugar on top it, it's not enjoyable anymore it's not fun so i'm sorry star star wars this will be it after this this will be it i liked for the diehard people out there when they had the first the original three that were made in the 70s and 80s and then they kind of spoofed the first, the prequel. Then they had like a, a a collection of books. The I don't I believe me. I'm not a nerd like that. I don't know the names of them, but the books. And I remember working with this guy. He would read all these books, and they were the Return of not the Return, the Star Wars series, as if it was continuing on and t- continuing on. And that was great. I think they should have left it like that. I really do. I know there's a cartoon out there um, that kind of portrays those books as well. I'm now I'm I'm, I'm Actually, you know what? I'm diving in a little bit more further than I know about, um, and I'm going to get torn to shreds. But, I mean, that this is just my perspective of it. Star Wars movies right now, this is it. Don't make any more. Don't make any more. Send them either a, a, a miniseries like the Mandalorian. Gotta go back in time. And make those shows better. I think you will have a bigger response if you start making those. And make them an epic series. Don't make them a little 20-minute hitchhiker or um, The Incredible Hulk. 
from CBS. Don't make them those type episodes where everyone goes into a town or they go into a town, they have to solve the, or 18. That's a grand thing. Don't make them go into a town, solve the problem, and then move on to the next town. Make them real nice stories. So, nah, 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 so there you go. Star Wars sucks. Star Wars getting to suck. I don't even want to watch the first ones anymore. I really don't. They've ruined it so much for me now. And when we come back, I'll get into a little bit more of stuff that's being ruined. I know. It's supposed to be my birthday. It's a birthday. It's a birthday podcast. And I'm ruining a lot of stuff for myself. Or, you know what? I think I'm just realizing the stuff. You know, I you get a time to reflect. It's a new year. It's a new me. And I'm reflecting back of, of where I've come from and, and what's going on currently and what's been happening. And I'm just saying that a lot of stuff, I'm getting to be the, the guy on the front lawn yelling at the get off my lawn stuff. Stick around. When we come back, I'm going to get into more disgruntled stuff. I know. <laughs> Hopefully the proper radio music keeps you keeps you alive and check. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Do I stress you out? My sweater is on backwards and inside out, and you say how appropriate. off of his head. Hey! Motley Crow! I don't know what he's saying, but he's putting a lot of effort into it. Call 407-448-8800. That is awesome. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. See it? Interesting. No, I can see it. I can see it. Your can monitor see? is like a few inches. All I right. understand. It's, <laughs> it's a 90 it's ridiculous. inch monitor. <laughs> I, I, your monitor is bigger than what my TV was. I thought, ah! insane. For, that's like a living room TV right there, to be honest with you. A lot of people do not have what you have right here. Anymore. Right. Call You heard the little snippet of uh, Robert De Niro talking about F. Trump, F. Trump. You know what? I uh, I went into and spot, speaking about movies that um that have. Hold on. Oh, there we go. 
So speaking of movies that have taken a dump or have changed based on what's happened outside of the movie or, or, or things going around that movie, I watched finally, I say finally, The Irishman. Now, for those of you who don't know, my wife and I, for Christmas, we bought ourselves a whole home theater. And when I say home theater, I'm talking theater chairs, big, fat, fluffy, comfortable Standalone, I can sit in mine and roll over three times and still be in the same chair. Same thing with my wife. We bought a huge, some odd screen, LCD, four quality picture, H4K, double standard, H, whatever, and mounted to the walls. Afraid the freaking wall is going to fall off when we mounted it. So we have this big, huge theater room now. Big, huge, everything, everything's huge. The TV's huge. The sound, surround sound, sound bar, LG. Thank you, LG, with your 7.2, uh, surround bar system and, and the stuff with our big theater chairs. And you know, thank you very much. But yeah, I mean, so we sat down and we had to dedicate three and a half hours to this movie called The Irishman. Now, going into The Irishman, I told my wife, I'm like, well, what do you want to do tonight? She's like, well, let's do this, this, and this, and then we'll wrap everything up. We'll we'll take showers and stuff, sit down and eat a meal, and watch The Irishman. I'm like, it's going to be three and a half hours long. She's like, fine, no problem. If we started here, we can do here and, and finish the whole thing up in one night. All right, cool, fine, no problem. I said, you know, I'm, I'm going into this already tainted. And she's like, well, why? I said, well, because of the whole, uh, the clip that you heard, on the, on the last segment about F. Trump. Well, why do you say that? I'm like, oh, because he doesn't need to say anything like that. He shouldn't say anything like that when he's got a huge movie coming out that deals with essentially the, the rich beating on the poor. Got it? I mean, the whole movie is about the mob and everything and, you know, sticking it to the little man and, and creating money for yourself. That's what, I mean, in, in borrow, that's what's implement, implied. But yeah, I mean, that's what the movie's about. And it's about, um, what's his name? I almost said John Gotti. Hugh Hefner? No. Damn it. What's his name? I'm going to sit here until I remember his name. Jimmy Hoffa. There you go. Jimmy Hoffa. See? That's how it works. If you sit here long enough and swallow your pride, you remember what the movie's about. So we watched it. We watched The Irishman. And then uh, Scorsese, how shallow can you be? My film needs to be the best film ever made. No. No. No, it wasn't that good. It was good. It Three and a half hours, I was not bored at any single time whatsoever. But yeah, Jimmy Hoffa and uh, The Irishman, good movie, but best movie? No, I don't know. And I think on that, that show that uh, Ricky Gervais was talking about, the movie 1917, which I, I see it on my Cody stick. I need to watch that. So 1917 um, won Best Picture of the Year, so i got to watch that as well. So I have a, I have a question for you. What are... <laughs> what are... I'm seeing this on the social network and stuff, and I'm really, really confused about it. Is I'm com- I'm confused that I don't know what it is. I'm seeing these. Hold on, let me switch screens so you guys can look at it as well. And if you're if you're watching us, you can go to uh, Profit Radio, click on under the tent, and you can see the stuff that we're doing right now, as it happens, live video feed. So my question is, what is? Hold on, let me find a video. I don't understand what this is. This is. A new trend that's going on, and the only way I can explain it is if you take these tumblers and you spin them, and I guess you spray paint them like glitter, spray paint glitter or something, you're doing something with them. Here's a contraption that a friend of mine, old school friend of mine, William McComas, 
made for his wife. And it's they're spinning these tumblers. And I guess the end result is you have like these glitter cups and stuff. I'm I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. I have no idea what this is because this is this is the main thing. This is what sparked my interest about it because I've seen it on uh, three or four other Facebook feeds and stuff that people are doing this professionally, and it looks no different than what William right here set up. And I'm like going, what? Is, I have no idea. I've never seen this before. They spin them. I wish. I'm hopefully he'll listen to this. He'll send me an end result or give me a call and find out what's going on. Maybe the one on the end. If you're watching the video, is a pink one full of glitter and stuff. Maybe the second one has been done as well. And then the third one closer in the middle of the screen and the fourth one at the bottom of the screen hasn't been done yet. I guess people, home people, people working from home or craft makers are doing this and spinning tumblers and spraying them. I don't know. It's a weird, weird thing that's going on this you know what? If it makes a lot of money, sign me up. I will sponsor you. I will do whatever you want. I will sell advertise or I'll I'll sell you advertisement here on the show if you want to get your product out there. But I saw that and I'm like going, and it's getting bigger and bigger. So I was like, that's really, really cool. I just, you know, my wife does that stuff all the time. And I say does it all the time. She makes things here at the house on her leisure. She doesn't have a whole lot of leisure time between the French and her job and riding the horses and all that stuff and training. But she does that. She likes little things like that. So if, if it's something that she might be interested in, I'd like to look, know a little bit more about it before I let her dive into it and give her one more project outside of what we do on a regular basis. Now, one thing that I want to tell you is, for those of you who don't know, that we, we sell eggs here on the property, on the French. And uh, <laughs> I had a, a, a unique discussion with my wife. Well, not with my wife. In borrow with my wife. I said that twice already. I don't want to use that again. So we have people that come up to the French all the time, and we have a bell if you want to buy eggs. So we have a doorbell for the house, and then we actually have a bell, like a big dinner bell, because the property is huge, and sometimes I'm at the backside of the property, sometimes I'm not. But if you ring that dinner bell, which is huge, I mean, it's a big uh, cast iron bell, probably 12 inch in diameter. You ring that bell. I know exactly what you want. So while setting up for the program here for the Deacon Live, uh, podcast, I heard the bell and I also have the camera up here and I saw him from here at the studio that someone pulled in the driveway. So I went down there. I'm like going, Hey, what's going on? And it's a regular customer of ours and he's got this souped up Mustang. He's like going, Hey, my wife called your wife, uh, to let you know that we want four dozen eggs. Sorry, bud. Didn't get the message. Don't know what's going on. I don't have four dozen eggs for you. A guy cleared me out the other day. All right, no problem. And he, you know, he's an older guy. And I say older guy, he's probably got 10 years on me. Speaking of birthdays and stuff, and 10 years on me, you're kind of looking at him like going, is he 10 years older than I am? You know, how old am I if he looks this way? And I look, I feel this way. So we started talking. He's got a 19, I'm sorry. See, see, this is my, my go-to. It's my default, 19. He's got a 2000, I believe, 14 or 15 Ford Mustang Saline. Now, for all you car peoples out there, you know what a saline is. Now, he's even souped it up more. He's doing. He's talking about literally like his posi traction ratio. He's got aluminum heads on this and, and floating rear wheel center gravity on the back and stuff. And I'm sitting there going, trying to make chit-chat with it, like small chit-chat. And I'm like going, I, dude, I don't know. And, and But I know a little bit, a little bit for a lot of it. And I guess that's where... You know, my whole 
doing the podcast and stuff took an effect because I remember listening to conversations about people doing like Volkswagen Bugs and, and Chevy Silverados and people on Facebook. And I take all that little information and stuff and stick it in my head and spit it right back out to this guy in short term. You know, I, I can fake my way through a conversation. Now, here's one thing. We were driving around in my wife's car. Now, my wife has a very nice car. She has a very nice car that has heated seats. And we were sitting, it was cold the other morning. Uh, we went out for breakfast the day before my birthday. And we went out for breakfast and we turned the heated seats on. My seats heated, her seats heated. She's like, oh, you don't want to put yours on number three. I'm like, why? Because that'll really, really heat you up. You'll be sweating. I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting in the seat on number three, sitting there. And my butt was getting a little hot. And I'm talking like my whole butt. And I kind of said, well, I kind of feel like those people that used to, that stripped down butt naked and flipped their butt over in the air to let the sun warm their butt to get some energy. And she's like, what? I said, yeah, there's a group of people that lay on rocks out in Vegas, or not in Vegas, out in the flyover states that literally strip down naked, take their legs lay on their back, take their legs, put their knees like by their ears and put their butthole up in the air and let the sun beat down on their butthole and they absorb the energy. She's like, how do you come up? How do you, where do you remember all this information? I'm like going, I don't know, babe. It's just same way. I was thinking about that when I was talking to the guy out there with the Mustang and my dad had, a, you know, a 67 with dump plugs and doing all this. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so it was just a weird conversation I had with the guy out there, and it reminded me of a conversation I had with my wife. <laughs> so I know, I know. Where does it come from? Where does it come from? Oh, and when we come back, uh, we're going to get into a little um, celebrity endorsement, and then I'll let you get back to what you got to do, and I'll wrap up the show. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. This song is dedicated is good to every kid who ever got picked last you know in gym saying. class. This is for you. To every kid who never had a date to no school dance. This is for you. To everyone who's ever been called a freak. This is for you. Here we, here we go. Yeah. He's been hanging out with your brother. The black one? No. A half black one? No. What's Quarter a, black one? No. You're, so many brothers. Your other brother was mad at that we were in his trailer last time. Oh, Jack Dick DeFasse. Yeah, it's Jacques DeFasse. <laughs> Call 407-448-8800. That is awesome. I can ride my bike with no handlebars. No handlebars. No handlebars. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. Look at me, look at me, hands in the air like it's good to be Welcome back alive. to Deacon Live. It's my birthday. That's right. It's my birthday. It's a birthday episode for me at Deacon Live. Uh, you can call me, text me at any time at 407-448-8800. We are live from the Queen City studio located just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, in a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. Now, um, most of you people out there that, have, that are on my Facebook page and all my friends and, and family and stuff, 
I appreciate you. I, I feel like I've won a million dollars. Um, I, I will respond to every single message that you guys have sent me, whether you say, you know, you send us a, a gift or not a gift, but what is it? A, a, a moving picture? I don't know what it's called because people say GIF. Some people say GIF. But a moving picture, two-second thing, I, I appreciate each and one of you, and I promise by the end of this week, I'm going to respond to each and every one of you, friends, family, all that stuff, except for my mom because she's out of control. She doesn't know what's going on. Um, but one couple that is knowing what's going on right now is a, a family that won the lottery. They won two – hold on, let me switch the screens right here. So if you guys are watching at home – uh, you can go to the Profit Radio and click on the under the tent. You can see this right here. In Stock, Stockton on Tees, England, a couple in England celebrate their lifelong dreams continuing true after winning the lottery just days before their son was the... Hold on. Let me back this up. So a couple wins the lottery, and then within three days, a couple wins the lottery, sons declared cancer-free... In a truly amazing three-day period. So the the son was diagnosed with cancer many years ago. This past Friday, declared cancer-free. That following Monday at the at the local drawing in Stockton on the Tees in England, the family won 2.6 million dollars. So within three days, the kid was declared. Oh my God! You see the picture of the kid? Sorry, sorry, bud. <laughs> you got a rough life ahead of you. John 62 checked his ticket while working as a security officer on December 18th, and he thought he just matched two numbers. Then he noticed all three, and then it was over. He realized he matched all six numbers. Just three days later, the couple received better news that their 15-year-old son, Ewan, or Ewan, E-W-A-N, Ewan, uh, had just been given a clear, all clear, with his battle with non-Hodgman, Hodges, Hodgkin's lymphoma. So there you go. Um, they want a they want a million dollar two mil, two point six million dollars, and actually the kid, their kid. Now here's the thing: fifteen year old. Hold on, hold on. I know the show's running long. It's my birthday. I can drag this out a little bit. So here's what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. John, who's sixty two, realized that his well, I say realized. Allison, who's forty nine, has a son who's fifteen. All right, so there's a lot of math going on in there. So 62, 62 minus 15 is what? 50, 40. He's my age. He'd be, well, a little older than I am. So if he had a son in 15 years' time, I'd be 60-something years old and dealing with a, a kid who's got lymphoma or whatever. It, it, I know. I'm, so they won six point or six point two point six million dollars. And the kid is declared cancer-free three days after they, they won it. And that, that's kind of a miracle in itself. What are the chances? They should play again. Actually, that's my, my thing. They should play again. And because it's my birthday weekend, um, have you heard of Cameo.com? Now, if you haven't heard of Cameo.com, you are welcome. For all you diehard listeners out there, you're welcome to send, send me one of these. And if you're not familiar with what Cameo.com is, people go on there, movie stars, actors. I don't want to say A-list actors. There might be A-list actors on here. Actors, actresses, musicians, 
uh, famous people, celebrities, all sorts of walks of life. You can get on there and click on their picture, and they can send you up to your address or to your phone or to whatever it is. They can send you a physical, personal message for only X amount of dollars per shoutcast or whatever, shouting out. So here's the thing. So just to give you an idea, uh, do you remember the soup Nazi? You know, no soup for you. He has $60 for him to send you a small message saying, no soup for you on your birthday or something like that. Now, one thing I do <laughs> I want to post here is here's my good old buddy Johnny Damon. Now, I went to school with this guy. I say this guy. He's, he's a, he was great. He was a great friend of mine. Um, he's a little bit younger than I am, but we had a lot of good conversations. Uh, he's really a down-to-earth guy. I remember him in school, elementary school, junior high, high school. Um, we played ball together through our, our, our early years in life. Uh, and then, you know, he took off when he went to high school and then went on from there. Um, and I ended up getting in the theater program and now I'm sitting behind this microphone talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> sending me a, a a cameo appearance. So if you go to Johnny Damon, and I should just I just get one for free. But for Johnny Damon, a lifelong friend of mine, it's a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars for him to basically do this. So if you're listening, you ready? Oh, hold on, I got. I'm World Series champion. I am now on cameo and excited to give shoutouts for birthdays, bar mitzvahs, graduations, or just to say what's up. So please book me on cameo.com. There you go. So the funny part is, right next to Johnny Damon for a hundred bucks, you know, you can have Johnny Damon, two-time world champion, say whatever to you, you know, what up, happy birthday, uh, anything like that. Right next to him is, you guys know who John Schneider is? Oh no, you don't know who John Schneider is? He's Bo from Bo and Luke Duke, and he's two hundred bucks. So, uh, you know, how do they rate that kind of? trade-off johnny damon two-time world champion actually broke the what are they they the big lebowski's bad the mojo and stuff that the boston red sox would never win a championship and and whatever lifetime he broke that mojo and uh john schneider who uh ass slid across a challenger uh probably scratched the hood a couple times and uh created the daisy dukes or kind of created daisy Dukes. let's see what he has to say Hey everybody, John Schneider here. Yeah, Dukes of Hazard, Smallville, Niptuck, all that stuff. Children's Miracle Network. Right now, I'm in an Uber car in Manhattan, going in Brooklyn. Oh, and the haves and have-nots. Duh. Great stuff. Listen, and also country music. If you want to, why don't you do what you have to do, then I'll do what I have to do, and then it'll be great. Okay, just look for the button and push it. You know, I have trouble finding that, but there's the button. Bye. So he, he probably got like $100 just to do that. So, that, yeah, if you want to send uh, your famous, if you got a friend who loves famous celebrities or anything like that and you want to send them a, a personal message, like a happy birthday to the deacon, uh, just click on cameo.com and, and find someone who'd be fun and, and fill out all the information. So there you go. I mean, it, it, it's fun. It's one step up. You know, uh, my, we were talking about my wife buying me something that needs to be, you know, not that I can use, but is is relevant to what needs <laughs> what needs to go on. I think that'd be fun. That'd be kind of cool. And you can always post it on your Facebook page if you want more likes and more likes. And when you get to down, you know, on your like status and you need more friends and stuff, you can always pop that cameo thing up anytime you want. Um, so with that, I'm going to let you go. 
before I let you go, I want you guys to know a very important message here at Deacon Live. There is a there's a section on Deacon Live that, that's called We Got You. And the reason why we created this was to help those people out there that need a little bit more um, support, that need a little bit more helping. I don't want to call it a such and such line. If you ever feel alone, if you ever feel um, abandoned, if you ever don't know where to turn next, I want you to go to We've Got You on the Profit Radio website. Go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, radio.com. Click on the We Got You. And what it shows you, it, it gives you two phone numbers. There's a 1-800 number that says, we want to hear about you. And then there's a toll-free number or a regular number here to the station that says, I want to hear about you. If you just want to talk to someone personally, one-on-one, um, if you have any questions as far as emotional, physical, relationship-wise, life-wise, um, I want to hear from you because we all need you on this planet. That's the only way I can describe it. And on my birthday, I'd, I'd love to talk to each and every one of you. And I will make time. I have time for you to talk to each and every one of you. So on behalf of all the people that have wished me a very happy birthday. I'd like to hear from you. Go to ProfitRadio.com as well. If you just want to drop us a line saying love the show, hate the show, uh, whatever the case may be, click on the Be Heard section. Click on that. Send us a voicemail right here to the station. I'll play it on the air. And I'll let you get back to what you got to do. My name is The Deacon saying goodnight. And goodnight. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. This is the end. The end. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.